Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Good morning. Today's scriptures comes from Ephesians chapter 6. Listen for the word of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and have done everything to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you, have, which with you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, and which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known the boldness and mysterious of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in the chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. What comes to mind when you hear the word blessing? Maybe you think of grace that's said before the meal. God is great. God is good. Thank you, Jesus, for our food. We do a rotation in our house. We usually let one of the kids pick. Our favorite right now is one Daisy learned at school. Thank you, God, for the world so sweet. Thank you, God, for the food we eat. Thank you, God, for birds that sing. Thank you, God, for everything. Kyle, my husband's family, has a tradition after they say grace, and they hold hands to say grace. After the amen, they say, shake the love around, and we shake the love around. Uh, so that's, that's a fun way to really remember God's blessing, but also the love that flows between us. Maybe your favorite biblical passage comes to mind. Um, I know many of you, like I did, grew up going to Methodist youth group, um, and the tradition was often to stand in a circle when you were done, to hold hands, and to say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Those were the days when we could hold hands with each other, but they'll be back. Maybe you take it in another direction and think about giving your assent to something. I give you my blessing to enter into this new relationship. You have my blessing to move or to pursue this new direction. 
You probably think of all of these things. When I hear the word blessing, I think what first comes to mind are the Beatitudes where Jesus said, blessed are, blessed are the merciful and the peacemakers and the poor and those who mourn. Well, blessing is our theme today as we continue in our worship series called Belong, Living in Christian Community. Each week, we're diving into a particular characteristic of what it means to be in community with one another through Christ. And today, we hear these words from the book of Ephesians. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. One of the features of Christian community that sets us apart is that we pray. As individual followers, we pray to God regularly in our own spiritual lives, and we pray together as a community. We do it in corporate worship to start and end meetings and small groups and meals together. We infuse our lives with prayer. And we know that as we go out into the world, just as we commit to pray, people will be praying for and with us. And of course, today is that day that we offered blessing for those who are starting a new school year. And while the word blessing can hold many meanings, in the context of the church, when we receive, when we offer blessings, what we're doing is infusing, infusing a moment or a person or a situation with divinity, with the sacred, with the holy. A blessing infuses divinity, holiness, the sacred. Now, a blessing doesn't magically make God show up or appear when we speak the words. My ego would love to tell you uh, that when I stand here and raise my hands and pronounce a blessing, I have the power to make God show up. But that's not how God, it's not how clergy or Christianity works. Because the good news is God is always already present. The Spirit always goes before us, animating our very breath. Nothing in all of creation can ever separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. God is already present in every moment, with a person, with a community, whether we ask God to show up or not, whether we are aware of God's presence or not, God is there. God is here. So every moment, every moment is a blessing, whether we name it as such or not. We don't bless our children and youth and staff and teachers so that God will be with them this year, as if we had that power. God is going to be with them no matter what. We bless them so that we, as followers of Christ, remember, remember early and often that truth that God is with them. For our young people to know on good days and hard ones that they are not alone, that God has their back. What a gift. And for them to have this tangible reminder where they can see it regularly, that they are not alone, because also this church, Sandy Springs UMC, loves them and prays for them regularly. And then our hope is, is that they go out knowing that God loves them, that this community loves them, that they then will be inspired to offer blessings to others when they have good or hard days. When we offer and receive and participate in blessings as Christians, we remember, 
ritually and prayerfully, intentionally, that God is present, present with us, present in all of creation, and that each person we encounter reflects back to us the image of God. It would be great if we just knew this intuitively and never needed reminders, but from the beginning of the Bible, God's people have needed to remember this over and over again in spite of themselves. From psalms of thanksgivings to benedictions later in the epistles, blessings, these reminders run throughout scriptures. Signs and prayers and rituals that help us know God's presence, remind us to recite to God's goodness, God's abundant blessings as a community. Because there are so many other things that call for our attention, can move us away from remembering to center ourselves first and foremost and always in God. This was true in the time of our scripture passage from Ephesus. The author is writing to one of the earliest Christian communities 2,000 years ago. And this community was in the minority. Most people worshipped Greek and Roman gods at that time. So their way of life was in the minority as well. They were in a culture that valued money and decadence, glorified violence, where the Roman authorities ruled with brute power, oppressed those who were poor or different in any way. In the midst of that, this community chose to follow Jesus, Jesus who says, blessed are the poor, Jesus who is the peacemaker and the truth teller, the healer, the savior, the incarnate son of the one God. It was not easy. As much as they knew and believed the truth of the gospel, they needed encouragement, affirmation, blessing, practical tools and wisdom to help them constantly seek Jesus first above those strong poles of the culture. So Paul says, when you get up, when you go out into the world, put on the full armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Fasten the belt of truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is a brilliant metaphor because the readers of this letter were very familiar with armor, the armor of the Roman army. And that armor was used to torture and to oppress, so Paul is taking something familiar and he's completely flipping it on his head. He's saying we as Christians are not soldiers for the Roman army. We are ambassadors for Christ, the Prince of Peace. And just as that armor for soldiers helped save their lives, putting on the full armor of God is life-saving. Life-saving, not just now, but for eternity. And as such, we need each other. We need God, and we need some practical reminders to help us live each day remembering that we are blessed by God, that God guides our way, not Rome, and that each and every person reflects the image of God to treat them accordingly so we can bless others. 
Now today, all these years later, a suit of armor is not such a familiar sight. You can probably picture it from history books and movies, but we don't see it every day. And yet, in other ways, there are things that have not changed, and this message is powerful for us today in our own context. The powers and principalities of the world, as Paul calls them, those of violence and greed, of unadulterated wealth and oppression, they are still forces that are with us in their own ways and once we are called to work against. And we also have a lot that calls for our attention. Last week, we heard Jesus say, I am the bread of life. And we asked ourselves, what am I really, really hungry for? And then maybe a harder question, what do I actually fill myself up with? Because too often Jesus isn't at the top of that list. There's a lot that we can fill ourselves up with, whether that be busyness or overworking, social media, crafting a certain kind of image. So many things call for our attention and distract us. This is why we need to be reminded of God's blessings early and often so that in turn we can be a blessing to others. What these backpack tags do, what putting on the armor of God does, is give us tangible signs and reminders of blessings, and we need them. When I was 16 years old and I got my driver's license, my mother gifted me with a silver keychain from James Avery uh, that's an angel. It was a sign I could hold in my hand when I held my keys of God's love and God's protection and God's promises to me. It was also a sign of her love and her care and presence that goes with me when I drive. And also, it's a reminder hanging off that dashboard that an angel is with me and an angel is with everybody else, so I should drive accordingly. 23 and a half years later, living and driving in five cities and four states. That angel is still on my keychain. She probably needs some polishing. She's a little worn down. But she is there, and she is one piece of my armor. A member of this congregation who is here today sends me text messages every single morning around 7.40 a.m. They are pictures of note cards, and there are blessings written on them. And often there are angels around those blessings or other beautiful signs of God's creation and goodness. This is a tangible sign and a reminder to me every single morning that no matter what else is going on to center myself and God's goodness. It's also a sign of God's love manifest in another person who is choosing to spend her time blessing me. These are a huge blessing as is she and it is another piece of my armor. Years ago, I was pastor of a congregation in Chicago, and a member there gifted me with a painting that has one of my favorite Bible verses on it, which she knew, be still and know that I am God. She knows this is also one of my most challenging spiritual disciplines, to be still. She knew that I needed reminders of stillness, of just being and soaking up God's presence. When that to-do list starts to take precedence over prayer, this sign sits at my desk, and when I need to center myself, I take a deep breath, I read it, and I feel God's love. I also remember that God is the one in control, not me. 
I get still and I know God. That gift is a blessing, she is a blessing, and it is a piece of armor. A few years ago, a friend made me a necklace that has the word center on it. She actually took a jewelry making class, and so she was able to hammer lovingly, letter by letter, into silver, C-E-N-T-E-R. So it's a necklace made with love. And when I know I need extra armor, extra reminders to focus on God's truth and not the world's, I put that necklace on. And sometimes I put my hand on it, which gets over my heart too, when I need to speak the truth in love with the power of Jesus. It is a blessing. Blessings given to me by others who are using the gifts that God gave them to share blessings outwardly. Reminders that I carry with me that I am beyond blessed and to approach my day and each moment with that truth. And you know, friends, you know here about the armor of God, about being a community that prays in the spirit at all times with every prayer and supplication that keeps alert and always perseveres in supplication for all the saints. Your prayer team, who's here, does gather faithfully every Thursday morning, have been doing it for years. We pray for the joys and the needs and the concerns that you share and that we know of. We also pray for this church fervently, and we pray for the world and for the love of Jesus to shine brightly. These are blessings. This is armor. And I know, I know that you pray day in and day out for each other, people in your small groups or your Bible studies or circle or choir. And you show up with tangible blessings. You carry that shield of faith, which looks like phone calls and cards and meals. When the backpack ministry was able to gather in our fellowship hall and pack up every single week bags of food to distribute to local schools so that children who would be hungry over the weekend had enough to carry them through. This team not only put food into those bags, but they also put a note that said, God loves you. A reminder when people pulled out their fruit and their crackers that they are blessed and that they are loved beyond measure. Now, I could stand here and fill up the rest of the afternoon with examples. What a privilege it is to be part of Christian community. What a gift. Dare I say it, what a blessing. Because what we witness for each other and the world is that God's blessings are everywhere. Not that life is without challenges, but especially in the midst of them, God's love is never-ending. We witness that the world is imbued with divinity, that nothing in all of creation can separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus. We may know this with our minds, but we've got to help sometimes our hearts and our hands and our feet live this out in tangible ways, through rituals of blessing, through armoring up with love and truth and righteousness and peace, and knowing that we don't have to do that alone. So today, the kids are not going to be the only ones receiving a backpack tag. Candace graciously made enough for everybody who's here today. So when you leave, you are going to find one of these in the narthex that says, God's got your back, and our scripture from Ephesians on the back and our logo. 
So I hope that you will take it and put it somewhere where you can see it, whether that's on your mirror, in your car, at your desk, in your wallet, on your laptop. Take it and put it somewhere where you can see it. And first, when you look at it, remember, remember that God is ever present, that God indeed has your back. And then second, remember that this community loves you, whether this is your first time here or you've been here for 60 years. This community loves you, and you do not live your life alone. And then as you do that, as you let all of that sink in early and often, let it be a reminder to share God's blessings with others. You do that so well, uh, but it's an important reminder to say, how can I share a blessing with somebody else today? We do all of this so that no matter what comes our way, we together will be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. May it be so. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.